you can't do this alone. No, I'm not insulting your capabilities. I'm being real with you because I don't want you to be held back by the glass ceiling created by ignoring the people side of your business. I've been in the trenches helping entrepreneurs navigate all those, oh shit, I'm the boss now moments. You know, the ones where you realize you're the one in charge, you're the adult in the room, but you're not in this alone. I hope this show convinces you of the dormant power of your team. Welcome to the podcast free of stuffy corporate jargon. After all, your business doesn't come with the bullshit red tape of a Fortune 500 company. Here, you'll be encouraged and motivated to test, try, fail, and fix fast. You'll laugh, you'll learn, and you'll feel seen and heard. Most importantly, you'll walk away with the tools you need to pour into your team and build a thriving culture that opens up the door to the scale your business deserves. Hey, welcome back to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now. I'm your host, Jackie Coke, and today I'm talking about how to create good jobs for your team. So a little backstory before I get into it. I spent probably the first, not even probably, definitely the first half to three-fourths of my career working in environments where we had a lot of hourly employees, in manufacturing plants, in retail stores, and then even my first two jobs at startups, we had quite a big hourly workforce because we were doing different services for clients. So I've definitely spent a lot of my career working in places where you have different hourly employees who are working on different shifts, covering different shifts. And I'm noticing a lot of the listeners on this podcast also might be in a position where they have that type of employee. So I know there's folks who have landscaping businesses and construction companies who listen to the show And you likely have a team that is like shift workers or hourly employees. And I was inspired to do this episode because I think I was driving in the car and I just remembered this speaker that we had come in to one of the companies that I worked for. One of the tech startups I worked for was called Managed by Q. They were acquired by WeWork and another company after that, but long and short of it, they're no longer around. But essentially what we did was we had a office management solution. So when you're running a business, managing your office can be really challenging. And what our services did was helped you with overnight cleaners, janitorial service, catering, all of those things that you need in order to run your business. And so we had the app that did that. And then we also provided the employees to do the work for them. And so we had a team of a cleaning crew, overnight cleaners. We also had some maintenance folks who could come in and fix different things. And they were employees of ours, so hourly workers. And our founder was really big on providing jobs to people who needed the job. So hiring from underserved communities and then also providing really good job opportunities for them. And so he ended up bringing in a the author of a good job strategy. And her name is Zainab Tom. And she came in and spoke about this, all of this research. So she's a researcher at MIT. She researches companies that provide great jobs and why they're so successful and how you can start implementing into your business. And so she came in. I'm really hopeful that I can get her on the show. Nonetheless, it was such an inspirational session and I learned a ton and I wanted to share it with you. And so I don't have any idea, like I said, why this came to me on a random drive, but I was like, I should do a podcast episode of this. 
And so in the book, she actually discusses some of the companies that are doing this really well and the benefits that they're seeing in their business. So one of the companies that she talks about is Trader Joe's. And if you know anything about Trader Joe's culture, it's a culture that people love being at. They love working there. And Trader Joe's is a specialty grocery store. I think they're starting to be all over the U.S. at this point. But they prioritize employees' well-being. They offer them high wages. They offer pretty much all of their team members' benefits. And they make sure that the work environment is really positive. And they can show that by creating great job opportunities for these part-time employees or full-time hourly employees, they have low attrition. They don't have high turnover. Employees are much more happy and they provide great customer experience or service. I actually can't think of a time when I did not get great customer service at a Trader Joe's and they built a reputation for the team being really knowledgeable. They're very friendly and it creates like a strong loyalty of customers and continued growth. I get a pretty consistent experience every time I go to Trader Joe's. I don't know about you. Another company that she studied was Four Seasons. And if you've ever stayed at a Four Seasons, I actually have, gratefully. I don't, <laughs> can't say I would have expected that in my lifetime, but I have. But this luxury hotel chain is known for ex- its exceptional service. And the company intentionally prioritizes employee training, empowerment, work-life balance. And by investing in their employees, they've created a culture of excellence, which then leads to high employee satisfaction and great customer experiences, which then leads to brand loyalty. You're going to get a consistent, great experience every time you stay at a Four Seasons, so you go there. And so she's she has in her book quite a few different case studies that she's done on different businesses that invest in this. And by investing in employees, providing competitive wages, providing benefits, and fostering a positive work environment, you're going to see the fruits of that, right? Like your business is going to succeed if you do that. Really, a summary of what a good job strategy is, is to invest in your employees. She talks about the importance of investing in your team members by giving them adequate training, empowering them to make decisions, and providing them with opportunities for growth and development. The second is to provide competitive wages and benefits. She argues that paying employees competitive wages and providing benefits like healthcare and paid time off is essential for attracting and retaining high quality workers, which you go anywhere. And I guess it's maybe getting a little bit better now, but you know, over the last couple of years, Getting people to work has been challenging. You've heard, you've seen warehouses struggle to find people. You've seen stores struggle to find people. You've seen restaurants struggle to find people. And some of that might be because they're not offering competitive pay benefits, all of those things. In fact, I was just driving by, was it an In-N-Out burger? I think it was an In-N-Out burger. And I saw them advertising $21 an hour. It's like, holy crap, this whole... HR business of mine doesn't work. I'm going to go flip burgers at In-N-Out for 21 bucks an hour. So paying well, while it might feel like a pretty big expense to your business, it will pay off in the long term, right? I'm not saying you should pay $21 an hour, but you should think about how to pay competitively for the field that you're in. The second part of a good job strategy is focusing on operational efficiency. So you need to make sure that your business is operating well and you are 
efficient in how things work in your business because it reduces costs, improves productivity, streamlining processes and eliminating waste allows you to pay better, right? It allows you to offer benefits. If you're saving money by being efficient, you can then invest that into your team members and it's not going to have an impact on your bottom line as much. And then try the best that you can to customize work to meet what your employees need. So this could be tailoring work schedules and tasks to accommodate the needs of your employee. Provide flexible scheduling. Cross-training is crucial so that if somebody is calls out sick or is not able to work, you have other people in your business who know how to do the job so there can be cross-training. It doesn't mean you have to tailor everyone's individual work schedules, but ask your team, like, what do you need? Like, what would be your ideal work schedules? How could we set up scheduling to be flexible and work with you? Figure out what your team members need and try to be as flexible as you can. And then create a culture of continuous improvement. Encourage your employees to to help problem solve, help streamline things, ask for regular feedback, give regular feedback, and set up communication channels so that you are getting the feedback that you need in real time and then taking action on it. That all fosters a collaborative work environment. And so here's a checklist that she also breaks down in the book. One is to evaluate your existing practices. So assess your current employee policies, your wage structures, the way that you're training people and your operations and identify areas for improvement. So look at all of those things and identify things that you can improve upon them And engage your employees in them too. Have them, what would you like changed about this? How could we set this up better? Ask them these questions. Develop training programs. This is crucial. Invest in training programs that help your employees learn what they need to do well in their job and provide them with opportunities for growth and advancement. Review compensation and benefits. So research industry standards and adjust your wages and benefits packages to be competitive If not, make them better than average. You can consider offering perks and incentives to retain talent. So that could be like bonuses for hitting production. There's so many different things you could do. So research what's normal in your industry and then figure out ways that you can go above that and do a little bit more. Streamline processes. So identify inefficiencies in your operational processes and work on eliminating waste, make them better. This could be analyzing workflows, implementing technology to help. And then of course, encouraging your team to make suggestions for continuous improvement. Figure out how you can offer flexibility in work. Can you create flexible work schedules? Can you create opportunities for job sharing? Can you hire two part-time people to make up one full-time person? That's what job sharing is. Can you create opportunities for remote work? Sometimes you can't and that's fine, right? But Maybe you can. So just explore if it's possible and ensure clear communication is in place for managing schedule changes. Like one of the worst things you can do if you have an hourly team member is change people's schedules without giving them notice, changing it on a dime. Now, sometimes you can't help that because of business needs. And if you've clearly communicated like, hey, sometimes our schedules are going to change last minute. I'm really sorry. But realize that is something that affects people's happiness and try to figure out ways to reduce that happening as much as possible and at least clearly communicating schedule changes ahead of time. 
with as much notice as possible and giving as much choice as, as possible to your team members. People love choices. If you have to make changes, like figure out ways that they can choose things. It doesn't mean that you have to like give up everything, but are there ways that you can be like, okay, if this schedule changes, here are options and work with teams. So just think about it. I'm not saying you have to do that, all of that, but just think about how you could do that because scheduling is a big stressor for people when they're trying to plan their life outside of work. And then just monitor and measure the progress, track how things are going, make adjustments as needed, and just be willing to learn and develop. And then go read this book, you guys. It's a really great book. Follow her work. And if you do have a team of hourly employees and you are struggling with turnover, you're struggling with attracting talent, it might be because you're not creating a great job. So figure out how you can make great jobs. There are countless hourly workers and companies that have hourly workforces that are doing it. So invest the time to figure out how you could do it. And some of that is reading some of these books, learning from some of the people who are studying it. We'll link her stuff. She actually just had another book come out. The first book was Good Job Strategy. The second book is like A Case for Good Jobs. We'll link all of those in the show notes and hopefully I can get her on the show so she can offer even more tactical, actionable advice. Hearing her speak was incredible. She has TED Talks. Listen to her TED Talks. It's really awesome. That's all I got for today. Thanks for tuning in. Are you ready to hire a recruiter to help you in your business? Exciting news for you. That can be me and my team. And we believe that the recruiting industry is due for a major upgrade in its recruiting and fee structures. So we have a completely different model than other recruiters out there. We have transparent pricing and transparent fees. Go check out peopleprinciples.co forward slash recruiting for how you can partner with us and let us do the hiring for you.